TSCRA Talk, a podcast by Texas and Southwestern Cattle Raisers Association. I'm your host, Kristen Brown. Joining us today is Scott Williamson, Executive Director of Law Enforcement and Theft Prevention, with some great insight and things to consider for the new year. Scott, thanks for joining us for TSCRA Talk today. Yes, ma'am. I'm glad to be here, Kristen. Tell us a little bit about your role at Cattle Raisers. I am the Executive Director of Law Enforcement Brand and Inspection Services. That's a long title, but essentially I supervise and manage the law enforcement or the special rangers and the uh, brand inspection system and the brand registration systems for Texas. Great. Now, as we start the new year, it's a time when a lot of folks are taking inventory of multiple things, different areas of life, different areas of their business. And one area that I think has a lot of value is inventory of your relationships and business contacts, specifically your neighbors, local authorities. Tell us from your experience as a special ranger, the importance of knowing your neighbors. You know, it, it's not only critical to know your neighbors, but uh, even more important to forge a relationship and, and trust with them, you know, as well as what my current job title or obligation is my history was as a special ranger in the field and then a brand inspector but our family and currently we operate a wheat and stalker operation so i've been able to view this from multiple perspectives but it's not illegal unfortunately to be a bad neighbor so we've got to make allies with those neighbors and take care of each other and, and have that neighborhood mentality it makes operating uh, more secure and much more pleasurable. Well, and, and you do bring such good perspective from so many different different areas. Some of the key things, watch out for each other. Pay attention to who's coming and going. Have each other's phone number and don't hesitate to pick up the phone and make a phone call if you see something that's out of the ordinary, correct? Oh, absolutely. That taking the initiative to be involved it is the whole answer. A neighborhood watch mentality or a crime stoppers mentality is uh, what I've always stated is, is the critical component. We, you know, the, the, the crime in and of itself, it's a rural, low traffic area that is usually victimized. So it takes all of our eyes and ears to, to monitor those locations. Now, tell us about a few times that you can think of that it has paid off for people for, for cattlemen and landowners to know their neighbors where maybe that, that led to an arrest or tips for an investigation? You know, the, the first one that comes to mind was many years ago on a case that I worked involving a gentleman named Roddy Pippen, and we made uh, nearly 50 felonies on him. But the whole, while we were working this these thefts across this area on the Red River, you know, we did not have that one piece to actually to make this uh, case come together. And a neighboring individual to these properties was driving home late in the evening and saw a vehicle that they knew didn't belong there and knew that we were investigating, uh, you know, a series of, of thefts and took the, the initiative to stay at a vantage point that they could see them. They didn't interact with them. They immediately called the sheriff's department, the game wardens, and we were able to make an arrest during the night that night. And that that willingness 
to act upon what they knew wasn't right and invest themselves in that investigation is what what led to, finally to the recovery or the closure of those many, many felonies. And I suggest in this back to this crime uh, watch mentality is, you know, most of the, your lenders, your banks, um, or the different ag companies that you interact with have little calendars or notebooks. And if you can keep one of those in your pickup with a pen, and when you see something that is not right, uh, even a partial plate or partial description, uh, write down the date and time. And most of all, nearly everybody in today's world has immediate communication through a neighbor's cell phone. Take the time to pick up and call. You know, a good neighbor of mine on one of our farms comes to mind and he is, he's always, you know, if he drives by and the gates open or a tractor doors open, he's going to pick up the phone and call me and he'll take advantage of it. Just say, Hey, how are you doing today? By the way, your gates open as it's supposed to be. And you know that uh, fortunately I never had any crimes going on. Although I did find a few times when my high school kids were out there <laughs> at times of the night that they probably <laughs> shouldn't have been. Yeah. Um, but that mentality that we have each other's back and we're willing to get involved. Unfortunately, many times we work these type of cases, and once we get into the investigation, we will have neighbors say, "I saw somebody over there. I didn't think should be there." but I didn't call. Wasn't my business. And if they had just made it a little bit of their business and simply called the neighbor and said, hey, is so-and-so supposed to be, or is there should there be anybody there loading cattle right now? It doesn't, it doesn't look like you. That very well may have stopped that theft right then and there. Every tip isn't going to be a case-closed piece of information, but they can all be valuable. We often have information across, you know, the two states that we have special rangers represented, we will run Crime Stoppers request for information and uh, people willing to be to, to get involved like that uh, always play a critical role. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're talking about 30 special rangers to cover two states, with most of us having anywhere from, from 10 or 12 up to 19 or 20 counties, we require the eyes and ears of all of these other producers. Definitely. And that's one thing that I want to note, too, is that it's important that cattlemen and landowners get to know their special ranger, whether it be at convention, stopping and introducing yourself to them, or even just picking up the phone and building a relationship so that when when there are questions, if you need something, that relationship is already established. I absolutely agree with that. Relationships are everything in every industry, but particularly agriculture. It's an integrity-based industry that seldom has written contracts. So the relationship and the trust that's built over a period of time is critical. And it also is that way with with all of your neighbors, which leads into actually something a a little outside of, of, of that box, but but with the same context, is in today's world, more and more transactions are taking place over the internet or sales are happening from simply Craigslist or Facebook. And that opens a door for a con man or a fraud. And I was told when I first started is, you know, large thefts don't occur 
or large frauds don't occur from somebody you didn't like or trust. So there's an expectation you need to have that when you interact with those people and they are so warm and fuzzy that you just want to go live with them, that there's probably something wrong there. When they offer you more money or a sweeter deal than you could have gotten at a public market, then there's probably something wrong there. So make sure you know who you are dealing with. And that goes back to that trust and, and building a relationship. Uh, either go look at those cattle or know somebody that you can contact to actually lay their eyes on that and make sure you know who you're dealing with, background, who you're dealing with, and build those relationships before you start buying and selling. That's great information and great tips. We've discussed this a bit in previous podcasts, but when we're the seller, tell us a little bit more about safeguarding ourselves against hot checks and insufficient funds. Yes, that has been a problem. First off, make sure that you uh, know who you're dealing uh, with uh, or interacting business with. Verify those funds through a bank, particularly a check. It is very common now that there are either insufficient fund checks, there is no payment made, the old checks in the mail is a problem, and cashier's checks and other documents are often fraudulent today. They they can counterfeit those so well that they can actually go through the deposit process and be four or five days sometimes being verified, which means that your money is gone and whatever property you sold or vice versa, and you're out for both of those. I highly suggest that producers know who their their law enforcement, their game wardens, and their fire department, most of Texas, particularly rural property, is protected by self-funded volunteer fire departments to support them. They are the support group of that community and protector of your, your property and your ranch as well. But the, um, the other thing to think about in the relationship with those sheriffs and game wardens is district attorneys and the election process of having uh, elected officials through your sheriff's department or your district attorney that are going to prosecute and protect your property crimes. You are in control of that. Uh, and when there are issues with sheriffs or, or district attorneys not interested in agricultural crimes, then, then your your voice through the vote is where that's rectified. But making sure that they support agriculture is a, is a very important role of all of these producers as well. Well, again, that's great information that it's important to take the time and go have conversations with folks and just know them and, and let them get to know you and, and see you as, as a resource, whether that be your local fire department where they can call you and find out where to fill up, refill their, their tanks if there's ever a fire on you or nearby, but then, like you said, also the local representatives. So closing us out today, what are some general tips that are important for cattlemen and landowners to keep in mind? Well, that we all have an obligation to the responsibility of our own programs or operations. And the best way to secure your property is by using some some common sense and concern, making sure that you're 
you know who has access to your property, knowing who your neighbors are, having good relationships with your neighbors, and going above and beyond to make sure you secure those relationships are critical. Making sure that the sheriff's department and the game wardens know what kind of cattle you run and how you mark and brand those and having those animals branded and that brand registered helps facilitate them not only in a stray situation or when cattle are out, but just as they patrol the the roads of these rural uh, farm and ranch areas to to be able to watch and, and know when they see something that doesn't appear right. You know, the I can't go back enough to the importance of the opportunity that you leave open to a thief when you don't know what animals you have or where they're at or what condition your fences are in. Historically, it's easy to prove that thieves know who tend to their business and who don't. And if you tend to your business, that you are uh, much less likely to be a, a target. And then one of the, the final things that is very uh, critical is we must have good identification to work a theft investigation and to be able to enter that into the uh, Texas and national stolen property databases. So the marking of your tools with your driver's license, making sure to preface it with the state TX, okay, whatever that is, that's a quick easy reference for any peace officer to locate the owner of that property, branding your animals and making sure that that brand is registered. By the way, brand registration renews September 1st of 2021, uh, and you'll have six months to renew or you could lose a family brand. And then recording the VIN and serial numbers on all of your property, whether it's tractors or trailers, pictures of any identifying marks. And then mostly just pay attention to if somebody is in and out of your property or something is moved or looks different and taking the time to call law enforcement immediately before that evidence is washed away or driven over or altered. Wonderful. Well, Scott, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for your insight. This information has been so helpful and I encourage our listeners to consider these things as they're looking at the new year and their operation and ways to improve. And as always, to learn more about TSCRA, visit tscra.org.